do what you want to do. If someone says that you can't do it, just don't believe in them and do what you want to do. You're listening to Femcanic Garage, the podcast that features women in the automotive and motorsports industries. A community that elevates, empowers, and evolves by smashing stereotypes and breaking down barriers for women. I'm your host, Jamie Blossman. Buckle up for the ride, Femcanics. Moms and dads, calling all moms and dads. Tune in to this episode today. Sit down, have a seat with your daughter. This is incredibly inspiring that your little girl will be able to hear a voice that sounds like her, share her story and her interests, and she even flips script on me and she starts asking me some questions. Get ready to be wowed by this amazing seven-year-old and her story. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode. You asked for it and I'm delivering it to you. There's been multiple requests about independent shop owners to sit down and talk with them, ask questions, and get more information. Chris Kozad is on next week, and she has been independent shop owner for over 36 years. Get the inside scoop, the ups and downs, the do's and don'ts, and just what 36 years worth of experience has taught her. Stay tuned and don't miss this interview. It is packed full of resources and information. So enjoy the show and let's get to it. Hello, hello, Femcanic listeners. Today, I have Victoria in the driver's seat and she is coming to us clear from Hawaii. Victoria, you want to share, how old are you? I'm seven years old. Seven years old. Wow. Well, I tell you what, I was talking about you at the WIN conference, the young ladies that I haven't had an opportunity to get to know and talk with, these women in the automotive industry were so impressed, you young ladies, that they are chomping at the bit to hear what young girls have to say about this whole thing. Why don't we get started? Okay. All right. Are you ready? Definitely. I'm going to toss out some questions to you, and we can play a little game of questions. Okay. You ready? All right. I'm going to go first, okay? Got it. What have boys said to you when you was younger or even now when you told them you loved playing with cars and Hot Wheels? They're like, girls don't play with cars. Girls play like dolls or something. What did you say back? I said, well, I'm going to play with dolls. I play with cars, too. What would you tell other little girls that want to play with cars where maybe their friends tell them, girls don't play with cars? What would you tell those other little girls? I would tell them not to listen to them and do what they want to do. Whoop, whoop. Girl power, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a question for me? I do have one. Okay. What was your overall favorite car that you've done so far? My favorite car? Mm-hmm. It's going to be, well, I kind of divide it up because I'm a lot older than you. I divide it <laughs> up into when I was younger. And then now that I'm a little older and I have kids of my own, 
My favorite car when I was younger was a 1967 GTO convertible. That's cool. My favorite car right now is the one that me and I'll say my entire family is working on. It's kind of a favorite little thing is a 1965 Ford Econoline van. And we named it Chinita. That's cool. Do you know what Chinita stands for? Um, I don't know. Little Orange. It's Spanish for Little Orange. That's cool. So I got a question for you. You ready? Definitely. I'm curious. What do your friends say to you when you tell them that you have your own car? They're like, oh my God, are you kidding? Because that was a funny joke. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then what do you what do you do? I tell them that I have a business card in my backpack if you would like to see. <laughs> Now, that is quite the young professional woman right there. I'm very impressed. What do they do? Have you given any of them a business card before? Um, no, but I have given like, some of the staff and my teacher. <laughs> what did your teacher say? She, she said, that's really cool. And I will look for your dad's Facebook page on Instagram or Facebook. You have to tell them your car goes faster than theirs. that's right that's right would you like to ask me a question do you know of any other little girls that love to work on cars i do i had an opportunity to talk to another little girl she is eight years old she is one year older than you and her name is ava Her favorite cars are Mopar cars. And she's had an opportunity to talk to a lot of different people and go to a lot of different car shows. That's cool. We should get a whole bunch of little girls together and we can all play with Hot Wheels together. (laughs) That'd be kind of neat. Yeah, definitely. Do you know of any other little girls that like playing and working on cars? Um, I actually don't. See? You are going to be a huge inspiration to a lot of other little girls because there are other little girls out there that are in the same boat as you who think that there's not other little girls like themselves. So you can be a role model. What do you think about being seven years old and a role model? That would be fun. It is fun, isn't it? Now, I have another question for you. I heard that you actually drive some things already. Yes, I do. What's your favorite thing to drive? Um, probably my dad's bulldozer. <gasps> a bulldo I am so jealous. I would love <laughs> to drive a bulldozer. So you get to push a whole bunch of dirt around? Yes. Oh my gosh, what is that like? Um, it's fun. How, do, how big of mounds do you get to push around? Um, I get to push around like bricks and maybe like one whole pile of dirt. Have you got to knock anything over with it? Um, not if I remember. Do you have any other questions for me? So, I was thinking of asking you, how old were you when you started 
to build cars or found out you have a love for cars? I was about your age, maybe a, just a little bit younger. I was about six years old. And my mom loves telling this story where she talks about I got a brand new pink jumpsuit. As a little girl, I was never real crazy about pink because my favorite color was purple. I said, I'm going to go across the road because my stepdad had a at his mom's house a goat farm where that's all his cars were in there. And he had a lot of cars and a lot of car parts. And I would go over there to that goat farm and I would chase around the cats and try to find the cats. And I got to clean car parts. So I got to clean engine parts. But guess why I got to clean the engine parts? Because the people in my family drive too fast and she blew the engine up in her 73 Pontiac GTO. And we had to rebuild a new one. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So what we ended up putting in it for those car folks that listen to this is a 455. It had some doctored up parts, special parts in the engine that made it go even faster. That's cool. And we still have that car. It needs painted right now. But my brother and I, this was before car seats were required. And we would just sit in the back seat. And they were like leather. They weren't leather. It was vinyl seats. It wasn't the good leather stuff. And my dad, when we'd go around curves real fast, we'd tell him to go super fast so that my brother and I would slide back and forth on the back seat. It was like <laughs> a roller coaster ride for us. I'm That's dating fine. myself, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> These are really good questions. You're going you're gonna to take my job. <laughs> I believe that you've visited a couple of different places as well. Yes, I have. What has been I your favorite have, place to visit? Um, Yokohama. Ooh, tell me about that. So me and this man named the owner of Moonlight Japan. Uh-huh. We got to meet him. You've been to Japan? Yes. What? Mm-hmm. My goodness, you're seven and you've been to Japan already? Yes. Wow. Get what did you talk to him about? I talked to him about the car. What can you tell the listeners about your car? Because a lot of the a lot of the listeners have never seen your car and they don't know what's so special about it. It is a mini hot rod built for me to reach the sea. And the steering wheel, it has a shifter in the shape of a crown. It loves pink. Um, my dad's been working on it for a long time, a couple of years, I think. At seven, two years feels like an eternity, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he started it when I was in preschool. Yeah. So, especially... Do you ever go out in the garage with your dad? Yes, I do it. What's your favorite thing to do in the garage with your dad? Practice, like, taking out nuts and bolts and fractions. Ooh. See, that's that's where it all starts. You got to learn your tools. You got to learn the tools. So a couple of other things that I looked at here. I lost my train of thought, Victoria. (laughs) 
I'm sitting there thinking about how cool and how I wish I had your uh, your car growing up. We just had a just a generic goat cart that my babysitter ended up crashing into a tree. Huh. <laughs> I was a little older than you, and I could drive the heck out of that goat cart. And then our babysitter was 16, and she got scared and ran the goat cart into a tree. We had to straighten the frame of it back out. Oh my God. That's crazy, wow. right? Definitely. My uncle has a go-kart, and I get to, like, drive it with him. Oh, yeah? On his lap. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, do you, have, do you have any other questions for me, Victoria? Um, no, I don't. I have a couple more for you. And what this is, this is called the Red Line Round. All my podcast guests get to participate in. And what it is is five questions. There's no wrong answer to it. It's just whatever pops into your head. Okay. You ready? Definitely. Do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> what or who has been your inspiration? Definitely some woman that like cars, that build cars. That is cool. You ready for the second one? Yes. Yeah. Where do you go when you want to learn something new or you feel stuck? I go downstairs to see if my dad's in the garage. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. And Victoria, what excites you most? Um, getting in new parts and putting them in some place and just looking at them even. Some of it's really shiny, isn't it? Yes. Number four, what is a habit that you do? Um, probably just like play around with stuff that I see in there. I like play with um, the tools, just like look at them and move them around. They are kind of neat, aren't they? Definitely. Do you have a favorite tool? Um, probably it's like a wrench or something. Okay, you can do a lot with a wrench and a ratchet, both of them, huh? Yeah. And then the final question, and then you survived your very first podcast. What advice would you have for other little femcanic garage girls? I would say to them, do what you want to do. If someone says that you can't do it, just don't believe in them and do what you want to do. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why Victoria is a role model for other little girls. <laughs> why, thank you very much. Can I talk to your dad for a little bit, too? Okay. Do you want to hang around and listen to us? Um, sure. You can if you want, and you're more than welcome to check out whichever one you want to do. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing good. Well, thanks for uh, trusting me and help in allowing us to share Victoria's amazing story with other little girls across the world. We have listeners uh, in Europe and Africa and a little bit of everywhere. So Dwayne, thank you very much for giving our community a little bit of your time. Oh, no problem. We're happy to do this. We've been quite excited to work with you on it. Thank you very much. I've been super excited. I've had an opportunity to share a lot of information around Victoria when I've gone to different conferences. 
I see you, Victoria. <laughs> For those Femcanic listeners, you can't see it, but Victoria just gave her dad bunny ears. <laughs> Cheers to seven-year-old wonder. I love it. Why don't you share some more detailed information around the car? Because what you are building is unbelievable. What we're building, it's actually a 1934 Ford truck that was a personal project of mine. And the project sat for a while, stagnant. I wasn't doing anything with it. Decided to basically part it out and shrink it down to a kid size. The idea was from when Victoria was born, just digging into the bag of French fries and <laughs> it's wasn't, appropriate. Sure, wasn't sure how much of that was being picked up on the audio, but anyway, way. Every um, parent can relate to that right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. From the beginning, Victoria was involved with cars. We originally built a small pedal car that we converted into a stroller. And she would go with us to malls and different events. To my Just mom's office. Yeah. Mom's office. Of course, within you know a short amount of time, she outgrew that car. I remember when we first found out that we we're going to be having Victoria. When when people figured out that we we're having a daughter, it was someone implied that well, if you had a son, he could do cars with you, and he could take over the family business. And it was kind of at that point that I decided that we would try our best to keep her involved. As long as she was interested to keep her involved with something car, motorcycle, automotive related. Back to the truck. The truck, um, original Henry Ford body, it got cut, section, chopped, and shrank down to her size meaning the pedals, the steering, everything's built around Victoria being able to drive it. There's enough room for an adult to ride in it. So it'd be, you know, either herself and me or herself and her mom. Everything's backed up or doubled. So we have hand control the brakes. So we can actually operate brakes from the passenger side. We have different rev limiters that have been implemented to limit her down at slower mile per hour speeds. Not that she would drive too fast. (laughs) So at this point, she's made it quite clear that my position in the car is actually the passenger seat and that she'll be driving. So (laughs) powered by a Harley-Davidson motor that is supercharged. It has a big downdraft Weber on it. It's also plumbed with nitrous oxide. So we're running two ignition switches. The first ignition switch will limit her down to probably about 15 to 18 miles an hour. The second ignition switch, which dad has the key, will unlock the two-step rev limiter. And on paper, it's calculated that the car will get up to 150 miles an hour. I, I'm chuckling uh, because I'm looking at at Victoria's face and we have a frowny face when we talk about only 15 to 18 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. 
she'll be trying to figure out where that second key is. Yeah, you better lock that one up, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we definitely have our hands full here. So it'll be fun. So the idea is to actually take this car and what's happened once we've started the VKJ Instagram page, we found out that there's a lot of kids around the world that are just interested in projects. So what we've been doing is we actually send out stickers all over the world. We just took our picture this morning. I got it with uh, me and my two kids, Jordan and Jaden. I have an 11-year-old daughter and 8-year-old son. So the three of us right before, right in front of Chinita, little orange 65, uh, 40 condo line van. We, we got a pick right before school this morning. So we're going to be forwarding that on to you so you can, we got our pictures with your sticker. That'd be awesome. We try to actually get them up on our page. We send them as far as Germany, Finland, China. She has a bunch of followers in Japan. It's amazing the response that we get. And it's all circled around. We try to tell everyone today that we need to teach our youth and actually get kids involved in doing projects, get them on, you know, in the shop. Working with their oh, hands, industry. working with their much of that is being lost. It's great, you know, and it doesn't need to be big. It's if there was one thing that I look at as in doing with this project is I was over ambitious, and now it's taking too long. So now she's more antsy about when is it going to get done. So we try to tell people, you know, just get something started, What's get them out there. Yeah, we've been trying to get it done for our local parade. And every year that the parade's coming around, Victoria will ask, is it going to be ready this year? Well, um, probably not. We're pushing hard and we'll see if we can make it happen. She's excited to actually start driving it. I can't say as if I blame her. The real fun's in the driving, huh, Victoria? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a couple other things. You mentioned Japan. How did, how did you guys get an audience in, in Japan? So originally we had some travels lined up for Japan. We were going to be going as part of the sister city program with Pukuyama, Japan. Being that I was going to be in Japan, I reached out to Moon Eyes. We were trying to figure out if they had any car shows around that time that were going to be there. So I sent an email out general email to Moon Eyes And I get this response. And when I get the response, I see that the owner's name is at the bottom of the response. And this is actually Shiki himself responding to us. This goes back and forth. And it's a little slow in the beginning. And there's a little bit of apprehension of, you know, why am I reaching out and why am I traveling all over? We basically made it clear that we were there to share Victoria's story, get other kids involved. Two days before we travel, we get a text message from Shigi, and he says, get to your hotel and I'll come and pick you up. This was the first time we ever met him. He drove over, he picked myself and the girls up, took us back to his shop, which is also connected to a 50s-style all-American cafe. And we got to hang out with him, talk story a little bit, 
let him know what we were actually about. And it was so welcoming. It was such a great experience, such a positive experience. So since then, we've built on that friendship and we stay in touch. And then we were invited back to go and check out their Yokohama show. So we just recently went to the Yokohama show this past December. So we we made it back to the show. And the idea is to actually go and look at the show and see what the show is about in hopes that someday we'll be able to get Victoria's car there, participate in the show with her car. But if you're on our Instagram page, if you're on our Facebook page, you'll see lots of referencing to Moon Eyes. And it's more so just because of the overall support that we've gotten from them. They're always right there to back it up and encourage it. Huge for us. I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're you know literally sitting out in Hawaii building this bar. We don't have very many events to attend. But here we are now with a following all the way in Japan. The different people that we've been able to talk to or different people that we've met over these past few years. We have gotten our stickers to shows King Digit and some more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard about King Date. Yeah. What was yes. that like? We, re- we recently, um, I met Bryce over at SEMA this past year. And what happened was a few weeks before SEMA, Bryce was visiting Hawaii. I noticed that he was posting some photos up on Instagram. And I just reached out and said, hello. Said, hey, if you're coming to Maui, look us up. We'll be more than happy to show you around. And we started talking. Well, a few weeks later, we're at SEMA and I'm walking down the aisles and I see him at the 10 ticket booth. So we walk in, first of all, verify the photo to the guy that's standing there, make sure I'm approaching the right person. And Bryce was incredible. I mean, he was exactly how he is on TV. Um, Isn't that refreshing, Dwayne? I mean, you have these, like, you hope that when you meet these people that they're what you think they are. And then when you meet them and they're exactly what you had hoped, it's refreshing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've I've gone back and forth with him in monthly emails. It, It was huge for us to be there and meet him. And for him to actually be the person that he portrays yeah. and not, not to just brush us off and, you know, who are you and why are you here? It, it, it was an amazing experience. So since then, we've talked and messaged back and forth. Um, the photograph is a bunch of the team members from Ken Diggett holding up Victoria's sign with, or holding up Victoria's sticker with, you know, a thumbs up and a shaka and, it's just huge to have that kind of support. A lot of the listeners are parents. Connection here, not not all parents are doing a, a custom build, but there's something to be said about just spending time with your child and being in the garage, so to speak. What does Victoria typically do in the garage with you? I mean, I've I've heard other things, and I think some of this is setting 
realistic expectations for parents around what a seven and eight year old would actually be doing in the garage? What she'll do is she'll come down and she'll hang out. And if I'm taking the car apart, because the car goes together and apart so many times and built, she'll actually help me by, I'll be just handing parts off to her. She'll grab all the parts. She'll organize all the parts. I mean, literally to the point of putting a dash six fitting with another dash six fitting, a dash eight with a dash eight, and organizing everything on shelves for us. So when you reassemble, she's really good with that. Recently, we started having her go and get tools out of the toolbox. And that's where she talks about the infractions, where she'll actually um, go over and grab, you know, a 916 wrench or a 5 8 wrench. And we're able to, I guess, incorporate a bunch of different things. I mean, it's, it's just nice having her there to go back and forth with. You know, we, we bump heads a little on design. And <laughs> you know, I've, I've done cars for, for a number, number of years now. And, um, Can you give an example? Some of the stuff changed up in the past six months where we're doing this bomber-inspired interior. So instead of having rivets, it has all these button head fasteners. So the idea, of course, is airplane, aircraft. So I came up with the idea of doing a bomber-style steering wheel. I have Victoria come down and sit in the car and tells me what she thinks. And she looks at it and she's like, why would we run this? I'm like, well, because it, fo- it follows the theme, but it's not a circle. I'm like, well, I understand it's not a circle. It looks like an aircraft steering wheel sleep, but it's a car. That is a car. A car needs a round steering wheel. So, so we've managed to compromise. We now have two steering wheels, and one's for photos and one's for driving. Um, they're... There is some give and take in this project. That is outstanding. Dwayne, what would you share with other parents? As you're going through this process, it's interesting because if a little boy took an interest in going to the garage with dad, people wouldn't even blink. It's like, oh, okay. But a little girl taking interest in it. Have you had any friends or family members say anything that kind of put you off at all about Victoria getting involved? You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it put me off. If anything, it pushed me more. And it was really few comments. About it. it was more so leaning towards the idea that if I had a son, that I would be able to do so many projects, you know, get that son involved in working the cars or, you know, we do an excavation business. And having my son take over the business will be part of it. And if anything, that pushed me more to actually have Victoria involved in the sense of more so just having her well-rounded. Yeah. I wanted her to be able to hold her own. I mean, by all means, whatever she decides she wants to chase, whatever she wants to do, uh, me and Tiffany will back her up and support her 100%. But I didn't want it to be where she didn't have the option. I wanted that option to be there and her to be knowledgeable in the automotive-related industry. You said that it wasn't really 
why are you doing that? It was more of, well, if you had a little boy, then you could do these other things. Were there any other comments that just was like, huh? For the most part, everyone's been pretty good about it, knowing that, um, that I would try regardless because I'm so into it as far as teaching and getting her more so involved into it. Um, occasionally you get a little knee jerk reaction, you know, it's, um, why, and what are you trying to accomplish here? And I mean, it really comes down to just giving her the opportunity. If this is something that she wants to do, that she can, because you hear the stories. She's been fortunate. Um, she's been really fortunate to have such great supporters, but you do hear the stories or, you know, it was when she was in preschool that she came home and she told me that she was playing with the Hot Wheels and the boys were talking to her and it's like, why are you playing with that? Cars aren't for girls and you shouldn't be doing that. So, I mean, it's those little things here and there that pop up for me that I just want to make sure she has a chance and the opportunity to do what she wants to do. When she came home and shared that with you, how did that conversation go? Well, she came home and she just, you know, she asked me, she's like, do girls play with cars? And is it okay? And I was like, yes, it is. Don't ever think that it's not. I mean, we would sit on the living room floor from when she was very young and stack little building blocks. And with these little building blocks, we would make garage for her hot wheel cars to park in. Her building blocks and her hot wheel cars were in a craftsman toolbox, this pink craftsman toolbox that she would carry downstairs. So I think she was a little shocked by, you know, hearing what she heard. I feel it's important to reinforce it and show, you know, all the other girls out there that it's okay. You know, you, you like she said, you go and you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that you want to do, you chase it. It, it shouldn't be a male, female, girl, boy thing. I mean, there's a lot of different talented women all over the world doing this and inspiring others. So we want to do our part and get her out there and show other kids to go for it. That's what you want to do. Just go for it. Hugely inspiring, Dwayne. And Tiffany, I know you're back there as well. Thank you for supporting this. So you may be waving behind the camera there. (laughs) Yeah, She's on the other side of the monitor and um, cannot hear you, but um, Jamie's saying hello to you, Tip, and hello. thank you for inspiring Victoria along with this crazy ride that we decided to take. Well, it, it takes a village, right? Dad, exactly. mom, and child. It, it's not just one. So greatly appreciate your time, Dwayne. Is there any parting advice you would have for parents that as you kind of went down this journey that either surprised you and you want to share with them or anything for that matter? I would say just get them involved. If if they're interested, start small. Um, I, I was overly ambitious and have I guess figured out at this point that my issues that I have are huge 
as far as I'm not that simple build and because of, but do something and keep them actively in it. Um, a few of the kids that follow us that we've talked to, we've recommended little, you know, go-karts or we have some of them that have pedal cars that are converted or even wheelbarrow racer cars that they've made. At this point, we've done great things with her car, but a lot of our really fun moments that we had was pushing around her little stroller car and just getting out and creating those memories. Great advice. Sometimes keeping it simple. Yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely keep definitely keeping it simple. If anyone jumps on the on our Instagram, they'll quickly realize this was not kept simple. And uh, that's <laughs> kind of one of one, one of the regrets there that I can say. Um, recently, last March, there was a story called I Am Craftsman. And if you look up I Am Craftsman, it's the it's actually the first craftsman story is what they call it now. And um, it's a picture of Victoria holding the axle. Nice to jump on the internet and see these things and know that, you know, you've touched other people and you've made a difference some way, somehow. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I know Victoria is bouncing around there somewhere. Thank you for taking the time to sit down with me. I am I am honored to have both of you on the podcast. And uh, I'm sure we will be chatting quite a bit and keeping tags and eyes on each other uh, to see our, our journeys through this little adventure. Sounds good. It was um, quite the experience for us. This is our first podcast. So thank you very much, Jamie, for reaching out to us and making this happen. Um, we appreciate what you're doing and getting the word out there and getting girls, women involved and empowering them in their futures. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Femcanic Garage Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Femcanic Garage. Check out our website, femcanicgarage.com, for swag and the transcribes for each episode. If you want to help, grow this community, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share this podcast. Spread the word. This is Jamie B. signing off. Are you a femcanic?